<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello everybody, I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Great to have you with us. We're just days from a potential government shutdown and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy still has no plan to fund the federal government. In the midst of all that is going on, McCarthy sent all members of Congress home last Friday. The House Conservatives and the Freedom Caucus proposing now four single-subject spending bills that McCarthy could take up this week, if he so chooses, that will be stopgap spending measures, short-term funding of the government. Congressman Matt Gates telling Fox News without the Freedom Caucus, McCarthy wouldn't even entertain the idea. By the way, don't give Kevin McCarthy credit for the fact that we're moving on to these four appropriations bills. That was the deal that House conservatives foisted upon Kevin McCarthy when he couldn't just move the big spending bills without moving the bills that cut spending. We said, no, no, no. You have to move bills like the state and foreign ops bill because we don't think we should be borrowing money from China to go fund gay pride parades in Prague or LGBTQ uh, seminars in Indonesia. We don't think that that's a good use of our money. And the only way to do this, Maria, is line by line. Kevin wants it in one big up or down vote. Keep the government open. Shut it down. I'm saying single subject spending bills. It's the only way to break the fever and liberate ourselves from this out of control spending. It's also worth noting that McCarthy has backtracked on removing Ukraine funding from the Pentagon spending package. The speaker is clearly not on board with the America First agenda. In other big congressional news this week, House Oversight Committee begins their first impeachment inquiry hearings. Just last week, James Comer, chairman of the committee, subpoenaed more bank records from the Biden crime family. Initially, Comer has said the Biden family made roughly $10 million from overseas business dealings. The latest number now, according to the chairman, is upwards of $50 million. Turning now to the stunning Washington Post-ABC News poll out over the weekend, 
It shows President Trump with a commanding 10-point lead over Joe Biden in a general election matchup. That ABC WAPO poll shows Biden's approval rating diving to Jimmy Carter levels and lower. Biden with a 37% approval rating, 19 points lower than his disapproval rating of 57%. He is 19 points underwater. And the internal numbers in this poll make the poll arguably unsurvivable for Joe Biden. A record number of Americans say that they're worse off under his presidency. His ratings on handling the economy and immigration, dismal. Only 30% approve of his job on the economy. And Biden's approval rating on immigration and the border is even worse. 23%. These numbers reveal that despite owning the national corporate Marxist-Dem propaganda machine, Americans are now fully aware of the disaster that is this puppet president and his Marxist-Dem regime. There is no point in any further pretense on the part of the Marxist-Dems. The curtain has been pulled back on the puppet president, the strings are in full view, and the Biden's troubles becoming impossible to overcome. His future seems to me, at least, to be of one of two likely paths. Either he resigns or he is impeached. We'll see. Meanwhile, President Trump grows stronger electorally. Among GOP primary voters, a new NBC News poll last night showing President Trump polling at 59%, Governor Ron DeSantis down at 16%. In that same poll, Joe Biden's disapproval rating has hit a new all-time high of 56%. All of these polls, no matter which you look at, spell big trouble ahead for Joe Biden, the Marxist Dems, and the Rhinos, and the likelihood of a Trump victory, a major victory, in 2024. Let's bring in our guest today to take all of this up and more. Joining us now is the CEO of Trump Media and Technology Group, former congressman, former chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, Devin Nunes. Devin, great to have you back with us. It's always fun to talk with you and to hear your insights, your perspective, with your knowledge. And right now, let's talk about this 118th Congress it looks like it may be historic in a number of ways. One of them, we'll find out, I suppose, this week, would be to shut down the federal government. Your thoughts about what's likely to happen? Well, Lou, it's always, always a pleasure to be with you. And, of course, uh, we, we love having you on True Social. And, and it's been, uh, uh, you know, just being out of Washington now for, you know, year and a half, running this startup company, um, then kind of going back into the swamp. Um, it's just like, you know, some things just, just never change. And I think where you, where you have to start is that all roads lead back to the Obama administration. A lot of people are focused on Biden and Hunter Biden. And, you know, there's no question, most corrupt, you know, political family in history. I think when this is all said and done, if, if, the Department of Justice actually does an investigation. Um, but, you know, the Congress, the, the Republicans in Congress, and I was there uh, last week talking to a few of them, you know, they're just in a, they're in a very tough position because they only have a five-seat majority. And a lot of people, you know, they, they say, well, the Republicans can, as you know, the, the Republicans, you know, they can start a spending bill, which is true but they can't finish one. 
And that's where a lot of people, I think, get lost. And that, you know, the Senate has to approve it and it has to get a signature by Biden. So, you know, look, my take on this is that, um, I don't know, you know, you're asking me to kind of strategize, put my put my strategy hat back on uh, politically here. Um, I, you know, look, I, I think they should go slow. Um, I don't think they should actually sh- let the government shut down because I think that's just a, you know, with the as we learned during the Obama administration, they will target every single Republican um, across this country first. Um, they'll go after the small businesses and all those, those kind of games. Um, but I also don't think that I think it would also be a mistake to just fund the government for a year. Um, and, you know, kind of what, what my recommendation is, is that, you know, look, do do 30 days continuing resolution. They need to hone their message. Right. And that's but the, one of the challenges they have, Lou, is that the Biden administration, along with all the Obama people that are running it, have created such a train wreck in this country that there's so many things that got to be fixed, right? So you start with kind of the overall, uh, well, let me just tell you what I think most the, the most important issues at the highest level are. And, and I don't want you or, or your audience to think that um, just because I don't say something doesn't mean it's not there because we could probably sit you know for the whole show here and just talk about all the problems. Um, but but here's here's where I start. The Department of Justice and the FBI are more corrupt than they've ever been, and they get worse day by day. And we don't have a country if you don't have a fair justice system. And so I think they got to continue to highlight that, that we're not interested in continuing this two-tiered justice system that we have going in this country right now. So we're going to give you two weeks, a month. And we want to see Merrick Garland and, and we want to see these investigations, you know, stop and the, and the nonsense stop. Um, that to me is, the, is the, the, the biggest problem we face right now. Um, some people can argue other sides of that, but, you know, we passed the Rubicon when we have a former president's house being raided and now being indicted four different times in four different locations. Never happened. Never happened in the history of this country to any citizen. I think the record is being indicted in two different locations. Um, and I don't think there's a, as far as I know, there's not even a person that's been indicted, you know, three times in three different locations, you know, at the same, you know, basically simultaneously. Um, exactly. The second, the second issue uh, that I think is 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 at, you know at the highest level, and I know it's one that you focused on for many many years, uh, and that is the the uncontrollable flow of people coming into this country across the border. They took a problem that's been there for 30 years. And they basically just opened up all the floodgates and said, come on through. And now, you know, you have some 8 million people that have been let in in the last couple of years. And you have people coming from this isn't just like, you know, back in the day, Lou, you, you know, you remember, um, you know, these were people that were coming. You know, there were jobs that weren't being filled here in. Um, so, you, you know, most of the people were coming from Mexico, maybe Central America. Lou, they're coming from over 100 different countries. We have Chinese nationals coming into this country of military age men. I saw a number the other day. They estimate like 15,000. I mean, 15,000, Lou, is like a, a, a military brigade, right? That's right. So Absolutely. that's, that's got to stop. So DOJ, two-tiered system of justice, the border's got to be stopped. To me, that's one and two. 
and we can argue over there's 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 a lot of others but i think the republicans because they have such a small majority they better keep their messaging tight because as you know the fake news they're just going to go out and say oh republicans are just shutting down the government again you know and then if the republicans are kind of scattered um in terms of their their description of why you know the government was shut down because it doesn't matter they'll get blamed so if, if if you've got one member saying, well, I didn't get this, or I want that, or I want it, they're not going to be on message. I think the American people will understand the two points that I just made. The election interference has got to stop. It's over. We're not going to fund this government fully until we're just going to keep going 30 days at a time until you guys decide to stop this. You know, sorry, I, I know you have a family-friendly show, but I was almost said a bad word. Um, and then secondly, yeah, well, the flow of the border has got to stop. Got to stop. I have I have to say to you, uh, I've talked with a, a lot of folks over these issues. You have just laid out what I think is the most intelligent, rational, uh, and effective approach uh, and strategy encompassing what, and I would agree with your priorities 100%, I, and I'm, I, I would wager this audience uh, is in agreement with you as well. Uh, I, I think that's terrific. I re- I'd really like to follow up on a lot of this and talk about it. And I hope that the folks you were talking to last week in D.C. are, are listening very, very carefully once again to you here on the Great America Show. We'll be back with Devin Nunes in just one moment. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now talking with Devin Nunes, uh, former chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, uh, a great American, uh, now running the uh, Trump Media and Technology Group. Uh, and again, it's just great to have you with us, Devin. Let's follow up on what you were saying, because what you're saying makes so much sense. It, but there is, after all, a fellow by the name of Kevin McCarthy, who's Speaker of the House. And I can't judge whether he would be uh, either intelligent or talented enough to listen to you uh, and your reasoning. Uh, what has been the response of leadership in the House? Yeah, you know, look, when I was when I was there um, last week, it's, you know, Kevin McCarthy is, you know, a friend of mine. And he's been, you know, he's one of the best in terms of knowing um, all the districts, all the members. And he's and he's, he, you know, he's not afraid to, to fight. Um, and I think he's also smart enough to know, you know, the fights that he can win. 
uh, and the fights that he cannot. And I think the challenge he's ha- he has right now, he's trying to listen to everybody. And this is all the Republican leadership, from Steve Scalise to Tom Emmer and, 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 and all of them. You know, and I worked with these guys, you know, many, many years, you know, two decades, uh, worked with with a lot of these guys. Yes. Um, and, here, you know, here's the challenge. And that was kind of what I was laying out in the last the, the last um, uh, segment. You have to because you, you know you have the power of propaganda that's going to hurt you with the fake news that's, that's run by the Democrats. So once you know that, then you know you can't take a scattered kind of a shotgun approach to how you, you message on this. So what are your priorities? And you got to agree on those priorities. And what I sense uh, what the Republican leadership was dealing with is you had a lot of members who were saying, and look, and I'm not, I, I don't, uh, you know, I have no, like we talked about, there's so many issues you and I can go through mm-hmm. that are problems in our government. And I mean, look, they, they corrupted the National Archives, for God's sake, right? So, so you could have one member saying, I want to shut off funding for the National Archives until they figure out the corruption at the National Archives. That's a legitimate request. It's real. The archives have been corrupted, Lou. But, uh, you know, you start talking about our archives and, uh, you know, the, the guy that doesn't pay attention all of a sudden, you know, his little shop that's on the uh, the edge of Yosemite National Park, you know, areas that I used to represent. You know, he, he's like, I don't know what the archives are, and, and I'm now losing thousands of dollars a day. What the hell are you guys doing? You can't fall into that trap. But now the guy at the you know National Park understands that Mar-a-Lago got raided. You have multiple investigations. You got poor people like Steve Bannon and Peter Navarro that are going to be put in, in, in jail and convicted for not disclosing things to Congress that you have the Biden administration and their whole, whole host of issues. Those things the American people understand. And of course, the flow across the border, that's starting to you know, even resonate in places like, like New York City. Um, look, another issue that I heard um, uh, last week that's that's totally legitimate. Um, Zelensky was at the UN uh, last week. Zelensky, the the, you know, the president of, U- of Ukraine, uh, he was in the U.S. Capitol, and you know he wants you know he wants money. Um, and look, I you know I'm I'm not a fan of Putin. Um, I think Putin's a bad guy. I've I've covered and, and uh, worked those issues for many many years, as as, as you as you know. But right. you know what? When, when Zelensky shows up at the U.N. in the in the camouflage, OK, all right, whatever. You can dress however the hell you want. You can do it. Do what you want. Um, but it, it, and, and this is what I was hearing from people. And people are like, look, this is, this acting is getting a little old. Right. Like, OK, look, we understood when you were under attack and you're in the camouflage for the first you know, month or two. And you're we, we get all that. But um when you couple that with, um, and I'm going to paraphrase what he said, but, you know, he made some references to uh, at the United Nations to wanting to, you know, to this, this big problem with global warming and climate change. And a lot of Republican members and, and uh, you know, myself is, is just a citizen now. W- w- what did he say? What? what, what? You, you just lost like maybe you, I mean, the, we don't know the, the real numbers because we don't get the real numbers, but. 50,000 casualties this year and you're going to the United Nation in your camouflage and you're talking about global warming, uh, you know, something doesn't make sense. And I think a lot of Republicans, including Speaker McCarthy, are like, yeah, you're not going to come and give that speech to, you know, to the U.S. Congress. 
Um, so, so look, I'm, I'm bringing this up because it's a legitimate issue for people to not to want to fund Ukraine or to raise questions about what's happening in Ukraine. But does it rise to the level of corruption at the DOJ and, and, and corruption at the border? It does not. Um, it's all important, but if you start spreading out your message too far and wide, um, and we can go on and on, but, but I just mentioned, you know, that's, it's a big issue. People care about it, and I get it. But it's not going to... It's not going to move, move, move the ball at the end of the day when you got to stay tight and focused and, and really deliver to the American people. Why are you not doing a fully funded budget for a year? Uh, and why are you doing this? You know, why are you just doing like short CRs, you know, which, which is called the continuing resolution? It's because these problems have not been dealt with. Solve the DOJ problem and solve the border problem. Then we can deal with the other stuff. And I think they can, you know, look, it's not easy to win these messaging wars, Lou. It's not easy. I, I mean, I feel for these guys. I mean, that's why I left to go start True Social because I was everybody. We were all being censored. And, you know, as I realized, I think I mentioned this last time I was on your show. When I did the Russia hoax investigation, I was amazed that by two. Remember, that started in 2017. Right. And, you know, we, we, we did all the investigation. We had, you know, we, we sent it all over to the DOJ. We had the Durham investigation. We had the IG Horowitz. We had all these reports that had come out. It was clear that, that the Russia deal was a hoax. But when you looked at the polling after 2020, half of Americans still believed that Donald Trump and the, and the Republicans, including in the House, like guys like me, had a Russia problem that we were that we were somehow had done something nefarious with Russia. Now, you see that and you know that the power of propaganda that the left has today is more powerful than it's ever been. And you see that every day with their control, what, what comes out daily on their control over the social media companies. And you're you're reaching now into the, if you will, the holistic uh, number one message. And that, in my judgment, is the American people have to understand that the Biden regime, the Obama-Biden regime, the Obama-Biden Marxist Dem regime that has controlled now three three different uh, uh, presidencies, Obama, uh, two terms, and Biden, hopefully one term, uh, it's it is incredible that people don't understand we're not only talking about the problems but these problems that you've enunciated whether it is uh, the corruption uh, whether it is the border whether it is the budget whether it is intelligence whether it is foreign policy whether it extends to China as well as to Russia whether it extends to Iran as well as this hemisphere and what we've permitted uh we are talking about all of this, going back to your point. The inception of all of this is Obama. And the reason mm -hmm. there is such wild, uh, I think, crazed uh, protection of a puppet president is because it reaches to uh, the deep state broadly and specifically back to the Obama presidency, just as you've outlined. We're yes. going to continue with Devin Nunes. He is the CEO of Trump Media and Technology Group. He is a great American who served in Congress uh, as uh, well the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. We're going to be right back. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're back talking with Devin Nunes. And Devin, uh, just before we uh, pause there for a moment, uh, talking about all of the messaging that you're talking about, the policies that you're talking about, and the architecture of corruption that the Republican Party faces and the Marxist Party and the Obama, if you will, the Obama legacy that is, in fact, uh, animating the Biden puppet presidency. You're thinking. Well, one of the things you you that you said in the last um the last segment that uh, that I thought that maybe I would just add to, um, and I hate to say this, uh, but I think it's important to actually lay it all out there so that people understand. Um, you you made the comment that they've controlled, you know, Obama, you know, two two you know eight years of Obama, four years of Biden. Um, but I would actually add to that, sadly, that I think we we the American people need to understand. They also controlled most of the Trump administration, not Donald Trump, not, you know, not, you know, the, the good guys that were many good people that served for the Trump administration. But let's not forget that and this has yet to be dealt with. It goes back to my issue of why the DOJ corruption is so important. We I had to sit and investigate the Ukraine impeachment hoax. I was the lead Republican on that ridiculous investigation. OK. And the FBI and the DOJ were sitting on documents about exactly what Donald Trump had every right to do about the the corruption in Ukraine. I had all my time in Congress. Every time I went to Ukraine, every time I met with Ukrainians, the State Department, I'm talking the Bush administration to the to the Obama administration, you would always get briefed and they would say, now, you know, Congressman, you know that you know Ukraine has a lot of corruption here. Um, you need to make sure that you talk about good governance, having a good justice system, blah, 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 because um, they've got a lot of corruption in Ukraine. OK, so that was the position of, of, of our government. It's been that way for a very, very long time. So Donald Trump has a phone call. He brings up that there's a corruption problem. Never mind that even the fake news had reported on the Biden problems back as early as 2015. It was not it was not, mm-hmm. you know, Lou Dobbs at Fox Business that had reported on it. It was the fake news, Lou, that had reported on the Biden corruption back in 15 and 16. Right. So then you fast forward when 
you know, so you've got Rudy Giuliani raises raises this. He was very out there in the news. A good friend of of, of yours and ours, John Solomon. Um, you know, he had to go start his own news organization because uh, where he was at, he was reporting on the the Ukraine corruption and the ties to the ties to Biden. Um, and we went through this whole you know impeachment hoax, and it was the, the Ukraine impeachment hoax, and it was a hoax. Knowing that the FBI, so this is why I say they controlled, the deep state controlled uh, the narrative. They sat on information where they knew that, that Hunter and Joe Biden had many problems in Ukraine. So what Trump did was exactly what he was elected to do as the president of the United States, which is to support the position of both Republicans and Democrats that Ukraine has a corruption problem. And our own government not only sat on those documents, even under subpoena, where they should have provided all that information to me and my committee at back at the time when we were when we were running that when when we were running that investigation, and these bastards hid that. So how do you know? I hate to say this, but you know Donald Trump and and all of us. I mean, we didn't even realize that how deep the corruption was, and we impeached President Trump over something that our own government knew was nonsense. And which has been proved uh, and demonstrated uh, throughout uh, as a result of some investigative reporting, uh, some considerable number of uh, whistleblowers in various levels, and uh, the John Durham investigation, which is overall a disappointment, but which has within it uh, elements uh, of uh, important truths that he did reveal. The the matter is, uh, to me, uh, and I think you raise just a really a, a profound thought that should be in everyone's uh, the forefront of their thinking about all that has transpired from Obama forward to the present moment. And that is the deep state has been the constant current that runs through it all. Our corrupt intelligence agencies, our corrupt uh, Department of Justice, our corrupt, uh, in many cases, uh, judiciary, and particularly the D.C. judiciary. Uh, and I'm talking about uh, from district courts uh, to the appellate courts uh, in D.C. But the fact of the matter is we witnessed uh, over the course of that time uh, the uh, efforts of the Marxist Dems to destroy their first uh, a political opponent in Donald Trump. They did everything they could in 2015 and 16, and obviously so in 16. Uh, then throughout his presidency to overthrow him uh, as a duly elected president. And now four indictments, I think, what is it, 90-some-odd charges, seven, facing 700 years in prison if they were all uh, to be uh, a conviction. I mean, this is sickening. And, and if the Republicans don't have the sense to stand up and say, we're not talking just about uh, the budget. We're not talking just about the border. We're not talking just about these issues with the intelligence division uh, or the national debt, we are talking about the what the Marxist Dems from the Obama presidency forward to this very moment have caused. They are the cause. They're not they're not working on problems. They're creating problems. And that should be the mantra yeah. of every Republican, just as you said. Talk about messaging. That's the fundamental message, it seems to me. Your thoughts. Yeah, and only 
The only thing uh, I would add, Lou, is that uh, just because, you know, the fake news loves to and the and, and the Marxist dims, as you say, you know, they love to, oh, deep state. Oh, that's a conspiracy. That's a conspiracy. So let's just define, you know, what is the deep state? Because I think a lot of people you know, have different, um, you know, different views of what that means. What it, what it really is, is the deep state is a cabal of left-wingers that originate with Obama that are either still in government, are out of government, maybe sitting on boards uh, as, as, you know, getting uh, big book contracts uh, out on talk shows, um, but they're still at the highest levels of the Biden administration within the DOJ, within the FBI, um, and many other government agencies. So it, it, it's not a it's not so much that there's just some like grand conspiracy where it's, you know, hundreds or thousands of people. It's actually a very small group uh, that is essentially usually has been using the National Security Division and other areas of the of the justice system, the Department of Justice. And they have, you know, systematically just taken over the government to much so much so that they've destroyed the justice system and and especially the Department of Justice. But I think you're exactly right, Lou, uh, that that the judiciary branch, which really should stand as the um, backstop for a lot of this, um, has has itself been corrupted also. Um, and, and I hate to say that, but. Uh, look, you, you had a leak for the first time in history of the the, the decision on 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 Roe v. Wade um, that leaked out of the Supreme Court, and nothing was done about it. Right. You had Supreme Court justices that were then targeted by extremists, and nothing was done about it. And so, uh, you know, I, I just think that. Uh, that you're, it's just important to get out there that this isn't some deep state conspiracy of thousands and thousands of people. No, it is Obama and a small group of people that have managed to then they that are sitting in government or just outside of government. They control the fake news narratives and the propaganda. And, you know, that the, seems like the judges and, and DOJ, they kind of get the message. And, you know, you see it time and time again. I know how many times have we seen where, you know, judges are, you know, making these, these, I mean, let's just, we haven't talked about January 6th. Um, you know, there's, there's a situation where, so you're telling me that, that like, and I'm not, I have no issue, Lou, with the people who broke windows, who, who attacked police officers, uh, who, who tried to organize getting into the Capitol. I have no problem with those people being uh, arrested. I have no problem with them, uh, you know, being indicted. I have no problem with them. Um, you know, facing consequences for you know, destruction of federal property, which is against the law. Um, but where I have a problem is, is that why are these people, number one, a lot of them have been held with no hearings. OK, and they've been tried to force to plead guilty to something. Um, you've had thousands of these people, many of whom were not even in the building that day. And then look at the difference in these people are getting sentenced to, you know, 10 years, five years, 20 years. Okay. Well, we have people that commit murder that don't, that, that don't serve that much time. Right. So that's the other challenge here that, that's got to be unwound that all that goes back to my point of the two tier justice system. 
Um, and we can give many other examples, but um, but it's it's just scary that you're seeing um, the, and, and people are cheering and cheering these justices on. I mean, in some cases, you've had judges that give a longer sentence than what the corrupt DOJ even requested. Right. Absolutely. And what we've seen in this is it's it's where both the Department of Justice, the corrupt DOJ, the FBI and the corrupt judiciary come together. We have seen an early, I would say, the, well, I'll just say safely, the vast majority of the cases involve overcharging by the Department of Justice and doing so uh, drooling as they punished uh, these uh, people who became really political prisoners of the Marxist left in the D.C. Gulag. And they not only overcharged them, then the corrupt judiciary in Washington, D.C., imagine this, in the nation's capital, rife with corruption in our courts, they over-sentenced these people. I mean, this is madness. And where has the Republican Party been? I, I have to tell you, where has, where has Lou Dobbs been? I'm telling you, I've talked about this. Nothing frustrates me or embarrasses me more than the fact that I can't come up with a solution on what to do to save these people. Uh, and I don't know anyone who has to this point. But this report... Lou, the other... Go ahead. I was just going to say the other, the other thing to point out uh, is that, uh, you know, if it's now against the law uh, to, um, you know, and you're going to be facing 10, 15, 20-year sentences for stopping a, a proceeding... Okay. Well, I was in, I was, I served in, in, in Congress, like, you know, for, as, as you know, for, for nearly two decades. Do you know how many times people would come into committee hearing rooms and stop a proceeding? I mean, I remember several times, I can't even tell you how many times I was there, but these idiots would come into the Capitol, they'd chain themselves together and they'd all sit on the floor of the rotunda and all, you'd have to evacuate all the, all the tourists would have to leave. And we'd sit, the Capitol Police would sit there for hours to, to remove them. And I don't think any of those people got any more than a slap on the wrist, if, if anything at all. Um, so, so, you know, that's just and then you've got, you know, if you just juxtapose, which the left hates to do this in the fake news. But just months before that, you had the White House, you know, there were buildings that were caught on fire right across the street. You had people trying to storm the White House uh, when Donald Trump was in there. Um, nothing happened to those people. You also had federal courthouses. I think that I think there's federal courts that are still being attacked today in parts of, of in in of, in parts of this country that are you know being graffitied. You can't go into them because they're too dangerous. Um, but you know you had the whole. BLM riots that went on, you know, all summer, even though, you know, it was, remember that it was COVID, everybody had to be in the house, except for all these people that could go out and destroy property, catch things on fire, break windows, um, attack police, nothing happened to them. And look, I know you've talked about this, I've talked to it, but it just, it can't be said enough that why are these people that were there for January 6th, um, why are so many of them being prosecuted? Versus just I think if they just would have said, look, we can't have this people that broke the windows. We need everybody's help. This is look at this suspect, suspect one, suspect two, suspect three. This guy had a hammer. This guy, this guy, we have him on video breaking it. Why, why didn't they release all that? 
if, I think if they would have put out like the 30, 40, 50 people that broke windows or, or punched a cop, I, I don't think, Lou, you or I would have had a problem with that, with those people being arrested, being prosecuted with the normal types of sentences. But you, you have, I mean, this is, I think they're like, I mean, they brag about like they're over a thousand people now that have been, that have been indicted. It's and more just, to come. It's just more outrageous. Come. And more to and more to come. Right. And uh, you know, going back to Speaker uh, Speaker McCarthy, why in the world he chose to side with Nancy Pelosi on the video, uh, and handed it out to uh, I believe it was a half dozen forms of uh, uh, of outlets, uh, including Tucker Carlson and a couple of other people. Uh, but here we are. It is. September 2023, and those videos are still not in the hands of, and it should, it seems to me, be universally in the hands of everyone who is a journalist in this country, every attorney in this country. The Republican Party should be demanding that Speaker McCarthy give those up and to make them available because it's history, and history is now being censored not only by Nancy Pelosi and the Marxist Dems, but by Speaker McCarthy and the Republican leadership of the House of Representatives. And that is a shame that I don't think is worth bearing. Your thoughts? Well, look, I, I, I agree. I mean, I think that they need to release the tapes. Um, look, there could be some that, that, you know, and I've advocated for the release of the tapes. Um, look, they're trying to, to gauge the security of the House versus, you know, you know, do they need to release everything? Maybe not. Um, but I think there's just going to be continued pressure that I think eventually they're going to have to release the tapes. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. Working with, with Speaker McCarthy for, for many years, you know, this is not somebody who's operating in a nefarious manner. I think it's trying to hurt everybody that, like we talked about in the earlier segments, if, you, if you're so shotgunned approach to, you know, everybody has their own issue that they're concerned about. And this is why I continue to say focus on one thing, one or two things at a time, the most important issues at the highest level is going to be the way to get a message through and to, li- and, and, and to be able to, you know, look, I'm with you, Lou. I, I don't know that the Republicans, I don't know that there's a, there's a fix for this. I mean, these guys are so, the Biden administration, DOJ are so corrupt that it could be that the, the only fix is going to be is to have a landslide election and get Donald Trump back into office send more Republicans into the House of Representatives and take the United States Senate back. I mean, because I mean, and that may be the only fix. I mean, there's 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 probably there's limited things that Republicans can do right now. But I think that showing the corruption, getting more subpoenas out, going after, you know, all of this cabal at DOJ and FBI, including um, I, I think, look, this is this may you know, you might find this a little surprising. Um. Uh, you know, coming from me, but you know, everybody talks about you know Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, impeachment, you know, inquire and all that. Look, I, I get it. Um, I think they're the most you know corrupt political family in history. I think that history will show that if, if DOJ ever does something. But if you only focus on them, you have to ask the second the second layer of questions. How did this happen? And who are the people oh. responsible for this? Because DOJ and FBI knew in 2015 and 16 and 17 and 18, like we talked about, that the Bidens had this problem. So who are the criminals here? Yes, we know that the Bidens have a criminal problem. But how about the people that covered it up? 
And and I've pushed, you know, Jim Jordan and Comer and these guys that are doing, you know, that are, that are doing the Lord's work. I've been there. It's not it's not easy, but but I think they have to to widen the the net and the probe to focus on not just an impeachment inquiry of what Biden did wrong, but how did our own government allow this to happen for so long? And the people who covered it up are just as guilty as what the Biden's of the Biden corruption. They're just as guilty. There's no there's no difference. They were in on it. Absolutely. And again, you and I agree wholeheartedly uh, that this is a time not to stop with questions and demand answers, because you don't solve this by just uh, incarcerating a uh, a corrupt crime family. You don't stop this by just simply taking a few leaders of the Department of Justice that is corrupt uh, pervasively or the FBI. There has to be an accounting here and a full on investigation. And the reason I'm begging for McCarthy to release those videos it, in one sign of one sweep of his pen, he can release those videos and honor the public's right to know. And fundamental to all of this is the American public's traditional right to know. And whenever government doesn't respect that right is when the nation takes a step backward and directly toward totalitarianism and authoritarianism, which is what this administration and the Obama administration before it have done. Do we agree on that? Yeah, look, I, I think we're in uh, the only thing that I would add, um, you know, to this kind of litany of issues that's that's out mm-hmm. there uh, is to really, the Republicans really just need to, you know, they have the, the one power that they do have is that subpoena power. Um, and they have, they have the power to subpoena and they, they just need to, to widen that net. They need more documents, more bank records, uh, just like they've, 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 they've got to the point of they've got the goods on, on the Bidens. Now they need to focus not so much on on I mean that's going to take care of itself, but all the other people that are involved. Which, as I've told you in, during this interview, it's not as many as you may think. I mean, I think I think the net is you know maybe two to three dozen people. I mean, you may find a few more, um, but the work they do today is critically important to make criminal referrals and that sort of thing. Because look, what 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 ironically, Lou here. Uh, it's funny that the that the left, where they accuse you of doing, they're actually doing. The irony that they used RICO, the RICO statutes, to mm-hmm. go after Donald Trump. That's what's happened here. Yeah. That this Biden mess and Team Obama, they're the ones who have been running a criminal enterprise, essentially defrauding the United States government for what now is nearly is nearly a decade. Right. Well, it goes back certainly to 2000, uh, 2008 uh, as the incipient point, I believe, with the Obama administration, with his first secretary uh, of state, uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, John Kerry, who followed her, uh, his vice president uh, throughout. Uh, I mean, and it is so pervasive, uh, as you've uh, illuminated here today that the Republicans are going to have to determine how much energy and conviction and power they really have. Because if they try to do one thing at a time, they will lose. I think they have to take it on uh, holistically and comprehensively. 
And most importantly for the American people, to your point about messaging, they've got to be comprehensible about what they're doing. It has to be simultaneously and concurrently a, 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 an outreach to the American people about what has befallen their society, uh, their democracy, and this great republic, because it is evil and it is uh, it will be almost impossible uh, to reverse if it doesn't happen now. Uh, we always give our guests the last word, and I always uh, appreciate your last thoughts and concluding thoughts as I do everything you've said here today. You've been absolutely brilliant as always, and we thank you so much for that. Devin, your concluding thoughts. Well, Lou, I just want to uh, obviously thank you for having me on and uh, thank you for for your posts on True Social, uh, since uh, that's what I run, and, and we're, we're very appreciative to have you on True Social. Um, and look, I just leave you with this. I think the final thoughts. I'm, um, I'm not sure that that Biden's going to be their nominee. I think that I think you see you're seeing Team Obama and the fake news start to move. Um, they're starting to do a little bit more reporting on the Biden problems. You've seen that over the last few weeks. Um, and it's showing in the polling, uh, Biden continues to drop. And that's what happens when the propaganda, and I think that team Obama have been unwilling to use the propaganda arm that they control because they know it splashes back on them. But Biden's kind of left them no choice because I think they were trying to engineer a sweetheart deal for Hunter and then have Biden just kind of, kind of step away. Um, but that didn't happen. Um, and, and so there's, you know, there's going to be, uh, I think, a lot more surprises here to come in terms of the um, Team Obama versus versus uh, Biden and, and, and his family and what the Democrats and the fake news are going to do about this. Um, uh, because if they can't get Biden out of the race, you know, they've got a big problem. And I, so I look, my money is on that, that, that they're going to one way or another, they're going to get him out of the race. Question is, I, you know, now you're going to ask me who's going to run. I, you know, I don't know. You've got, you know, Newsom, the governor of California. He's out there running the shadow campaign um, and probably many others. But um, uh, but that's kind of the last thought I'd leave you with. Well, we thank you very much for it. And it's an interesting thought indeed. And as they say, a likely one. Devin Nunes, we thank you for being with us here on The Great America Show. God bless you. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks to Devin Nunes, and thanks, everybody, for being with us. Tomorrow, we're joined by former FBI agent and whistleblower, Steve Friend. Please be with us for that tomorrow, and be with us each and every weekday. Follow me on Truth Social and Twitter at Lou Dobbs, and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight, and be sure to check out LouDobbs.com. Thank you, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless and save America. America.